He can do it this morning. Amen. up there this morning I want to thank brother Harold and brother Ed for asking me to share this service with them and we're we go back a long time I've been there several times to minister and brother Harold has been here many times to minister as well and looking forward to having brother Ed sometime to come and be with us but we're we're a privileged people this morning to have a revelation of the rapture and the resurrection. So I say, happy resurrection to you. Amen. 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 God has been so good to us, those of us that are born again of the Spirit of Christ, and knowing that in whom we believe. The resurrection is not a memorial to us but it's a reality. And uh, I'm going to speak a bit about that this morning. Can we just bow our heads? <clears throat> Father, we are indeed thankful this morning to know you personally, the person of Christ. And Lord, we are here this morning to just give you thanks for all that you've done for us as a people. And Lord, I pray you'll bless us around the revealed word this morning. Bless the saints up there in Edmonton as well as here, oh God. Lord, give us an unction by the Spirit, Lord. As the prophet of God said, we can have all the mechanics in order, but the dynamics is what makes it work. And so, Lord, that's our desire this morning, to see you come and anoint the word and bring it of a reality to our souls. We love you. We thank you for your amazing grace. In Jesus' name, amen. As you're standing, if you'll take your Bibles this morning to... Mark the 16th chapter. Mark the 16th chapter. If you allow me to read uh, several scriptures. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene 
and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came onto the sepulcher at the rising of the sun. Here we had a prophet of God come and take a subject, the rising. It is the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, who shall roll away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? And when they looked, they saw that stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entering into the sepulcher, they saw the young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were frightened. And he said unto them, Be not afraid. He said, Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified, he is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they laid him. But go your way and tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth before you into Galilee. Amen. There shall ye see him as he said unto you. And they went out quickly and fled from the sepulcher, for they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. Now when Jesus was risen, early the first day of the week, he appeared. Listen to who he appeared to. He appeared to Mary Magdalene, out of whom had cast seven devils. Amen. Amen. You'd be amazed who he appeared to. You'd be, you'd be amazed. And she went and told them that had been with them as they mourned and wept. You may be seated. If you keep your Bibles before you, please. <clears throat> Another portion of scripture I'd like to go to is Ephesians chapter 2. That was the resurrection 2,000 years ago. And Mary Magdalene out of whom seven devils had been cast out was a witness of the resurrection. And uh, as I read this other portion, it's going to be pertaining to us that we have an avenue of being born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. But if you see here, as I can just before I read that scripture and go back to Mark 16 that he appeared to people that probably people among them would have never chosen but God chose them and uh, Brother Branham said they, those that God chose most of them had severe blemishes for they far outnumbered the histories of those that were perfect. So we have down to the course of the Bible, we have a Rahab, we have Mary Magdalene, we have many saints that had a purpose in Almighty God's plan. 
And so we see here that as we read Ephesians 2, and uh, we'll refer, I'll, I'll, I want to read this scripture, and then I want to read a quote to get my, my subject text. In verse 1 of Hebrew, uh, Ephesians 2, and you, how many can say that's me? And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Amen. How many believe that's a resurrection? Now I know Brother Branham said quickening is to bring to life, but if you read another quote, you'll say that's actually the resurrection for you. Wherein in time past he walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, nobody can say, but God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us. Talk about elective love. Amen. Even when we were dead in sins, dead in sins, hath quickened or raised up together with Christ and by grace ye are saved and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. You don't have to turn to it, but in Romans 8, 11, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by the spirit that dwelleth in you. And so he's quickening you unto eternal life. Not just the healing of your body, but the healing of your soul. The quickening. This message will never mean nothing to you unless you're born again by the quickening power. Now I want to read the quote so I can get my title to this message. If you want to write this down, it's in the rising of the sun. And his paragraph starts with paragraph 94. He said, as Christ was the first one to raise from all the prophets and so forth. Although typed in many places, he was the first fruits of those that slept. In the bride coming of Christ, coming out of the church, they'll have to be a sheaf waved again in the last days. The waving of the sheaf. What was the sheaf? The first one. I want us to think about this. The first one that come to maturity. The first one that proved it was wheat, that proved it was a sheaf. Brother Bam said, hallelujah. He said, I'm sure you see what I'm talking about. I wonder if the people at that time saw what he was talking about. Now we know Christ was the first one raised up. But in this age, there was a demonstration of another wave sheaf. Although the Son of Man was waved over the people, right? Amen. We had, a, as, I, as I said, uh, uh, for the evening service in Edmonton, amen, e- amen, we, we saw a wave sheet way before us. Amen. That uh, 
son of God had come to maturity. How many say amen? amen? So he said now, for there we have in the wave sheet for the bright age, for a resurrection out of dark denominationalism. Amen. And paragraph 97, here's what I want to get in my thought. Because I live, ye live also. He's speaking to his bride. Because I live, you're going to live also. He's speaking to us. He's not speaking to the world. He's not speaking to denominations. Right? He's speaking to his bride. Because I live. I give you my Zoe life. And you shall live also. You're not going to be just a church member. But you're going to be the elected lady. Chosen before the foundation of the world. A purpose of God in your life. I think we ought to be able to worship God this morning. To recognize, if you recognize, if you recognize, you pass from death unto life. Hallelujah. Brother Ben said we got a more sure witness of the resurrection in this age. And I'll tell you why it is, because it's a revealing of the Son of Man. To the age Son of Man. Hallelujah. We find, amen, there's never been a day like this day revealed by the word of God that we have a purpose in this resurrection. It's not just a memorial, but we're beneficiaries. Healing is ours. Salvation is ours. Joy is ours. Deliverance is ours. Hallelujah. Lift up your eyes. Your eye, your eye. Come on, people. Lift up our hearts this morning. Our redemption brought nigh. Oh, glory to God. Brother Branham is in the anointed ones at the end time. I'm just going to take my liberty to read several quotes in the scriptures that we've already read but let me just go back to the true Easter seal first of all he said now we are resurrected today why can we have such a a time over the things of God because we are resurrected he said now and he quotes Romans 8 which I quoted the other night that whoever is predestinated is called, right? Amen. And not only called, but you're justified. So, amen, we're taught by the prophet of God. That's just like you've never done it. So it gives us a liberty that our past is finished. And we've got a future. We've been bought by the price of Calvary. Amen. And we've had a, we had a crucifixion back there and a resurrection. In this age, we've had a crucifixion afresh. Come on, but we've also had a resurrection. We're not a dead people. Amen. We have, we, that's why you can have joy in a good service. Because you've had a resurrection. You've had a change in nature. 
Hallelujah. Amen. You, 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 one next to you might not even, might not even know why you're shouting. But you've got a joy unspeakable and full of glory because you know in whom you believe. Thank you, Jesus. Now, going back to the anointed ones at the end time, the quote from there, I just want to relate some things of how we can understand, amen, and have a more sure witness of the resurrection. He said, I wasn't the one that appeared down on the river. I was only standing there when he appeared. I'm the one, I'm not the one that performs these things and foretells these things that happens as perfect as they are. I'm only the one that's near when he doesn't. Now we can see the same thing. I was only a voice that he used to say it. It wasn't what I knew. It's what I just surrendered myself to that he spoke through me. It isn't me, it wasn't the seventh angel. No, it was the manifestation of the Son of Man. It wasn't the angel, his message. It was the mystery that God unfolded. It's not a man. It's God. Amen. Oh my, aren't you happy you have a witness in your spirit that this is not William Bradham's message. But this is absolutely Luke 17, 30, very manifested. It's about the Father's business. Amen. And it's not a Kentuckian. It's not you. It's not me. It's the one we represent. He's the one that can bring victory to your heart. He said it wasn't anything to do with the seventh angel. It was a manifestation of the Son of Man. The angel was not the Son of Man. He was the messenger from the Son of Man. The Son of Man is Christ. He's the one you're feeding on. Oh my. You're not feeding on a man. A man's words will fail. Every time. That's not in the quote, but I say that. Every time man's word will fail. But God's word cannot fail. It's been prophesied for this age. Come on now. For this age to bring a rapture. So we had to have an anointing for a rapture. And so he poured out his fine eagle anointing. Glory to God. You know, we can't be earthbound people. Totally. Listen, I want to I give you a little shock if you don't know it. But when you're born of the Spirit of God and you've got the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you already have immortality working inside of you. And I can give you an evidence that you're going to go into rapture. Whoa. It's when you are so filled with the Holy Ghost that it brings this body and this mind into subjection.
Come on, people. That they can turn it around. That shows immortality is in you already. To change your ideas. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm telling you, we can find settling. We can find the peace that passes all understanding. When you find out who you actually are. You know that you are the mystical body of Jesus Christ. The word, listen, this message won't do any good unless it becomes flesh. Because he's not here to rapture a spoken word book. Come on, people. Amen. He's not here to rapture a church building. But he's to rapture his body. Oh, my. I think we got something to shout about. But he said, you're feeding on the unfailing body word of the Son of Man. The unfailing body word of the Son of Man. There was a mystery made known in this last age. And that was the mystery of the translation. And if you go to the Feast of the Trumpets in questions and answers, he will show there that before Abraham was changed, God came in the form of a man. God absolutely came in the form of a man to appear to Abraham, to Abram, to change his name to Abraham. And from Sarai to Sarah. Come on now. Now, amen. He showed us a mystery. That, amen, a coming, a message for our hour to change us. We were all in denominations and systems and blasphemous names. Come on, people. But he gave us a message to change our name to Christians, to believers. Hallelujah. So we see this morning that, amen, the whole message is incorporated into us to bring a faith that will rapture us out of here. He said, <clears throat> you talk about the coming of the Lord and the rapturing faith is going to be needed in the church to be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. He said, don't worry. Don't worry, it'll be there. See, we try to figure it out in our minds. How's this going to be? How's this going to be? You didn't figure out your new birth. You just opened your heart when you heard the word of God and say, Lord, I need to be saved. I need a change. Right? Amen. So you never tried to figure that out. We don't have to try and figure out our body change either. It's just coming moment by moment by moment by moment. If we can believe it, it's happening right here today. God is moving by his spirit. Hallelujah. 
I think what's the problem sometimes we run into is that we're trying to, to think, well, how are we going to have this rapturing faith? And we find out the simplicity of it in the absolute message. Brother Ben said, the rapturing faith actually, I'm, not, I'm paraphrasing, so please forgive me, but rapturing faith actually lays in the message. It's in the absolute. He said, I believe she's ready to strike that final climax yonder to bring forth a faith that will rapture the church into glory. And she's laying in the messages. So every time you get into a message, rapturing faith lays in there. Is that true? Rapturing faith is laying right in that message. And as you feed on it, it becomes the word made flesh and the flesh made word. Glory to God. He said, now that's the way the things of God are. After you've trusted him and watched him do so many things. Now he's speaking about a simple faith. Like when you get up in the morning, you got to go to work. You just go out automatically, turn the switch on the car. So this is not some great big super duper faith. It's just an everyday walk. How many believe Enoch just walked with God? It wasn't some super duper faith. He just walked with God. He obeyed God. He pleased God. He was accepted of God. Right? Amen. So he just walked daily. Amen. And, and, and so that's the same with us. It's not going to be some super duper faith. as you hear the word and you accept the word you become the word so we're living in the greatest time to recognize we're living in the climax not the beginning of the message we're living at the climax of the message amen just think about it people Abraham staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief that isn't what the Old Testament said. He said he lied. So if he lied, he tried to make an excuse. But when it came to the Lamb's book of life, Paul caught the revelation. Abraham is a son of God. So how could he miss it? Hallelujah. He couldn't miss it. He's a son of God. How could Samson miss it? He's a son of God. How could Jacob miss it? He's a son of God. The one with the most blemishes. God gets the most glory. Because he had to take one that's all broken up. All confused. All in sin could not help themselves. Come on, preach with me. But he said, that's my child. Woo! 
That's my son. That's my daughter. Oh, my. Do you realize we have a future home? Do you realize that things that are to be have been given unto us for a purpose? Brother Brown gives an example of a, of, a, of a mother expecting. She might be as cruel as she can be, but when it's time to deliver, there's a spirit waiting for the acceptance of that body. Stay with me, people. Amen. And just come on, just go with me. Amen. And find that he said there's a spirit waiting for that body to drop. And he said, just before the birth, that mother softens up and becomes meek and humble. Why? There's a spirit. Now the bride of Jesus Christ is fed so much on this word that she becomes the character of the word. And she and she begins to soften up. And her spirit begins to get get healed. Follow me, people. Amen. Amen. Because why? why? Why is there things happening right now? Maybe you don't see so much physical healing, but you see a lot of spiritual healing. Why is it? Because God is fixing. I'll tell you what, it'll be the same when we drop this body and the spirit leaves here. There's a body waiting for it. So you might as well get over your cruelty. Amen. You might as well soften up in your spirit. It don't pay to get all tore up about what's going on around the message or around the world or with the politics. Don't get caught up in that spirit. Get caught up in the presence of God. And Brother Bam says, just like when you turn the key on the car, you already know it's going to start. It's your faith. You don't, you don't go out there and say, you know, well, I wonder if there's going to know it. It's time to get to work. Right. Amen. You, you turn the key and that's, it's just a simple faith. Right. Brother Bam says the same in the spiritual. Yes. In, a, in, in the message called Balm and Gilead, well, he said that's the way the things of God are. After you've trusted him and watched him do so many things, till it becomes just like a regular routine. And that's the condition I think the church will be in just before the coming of the Lord. How many believe we're coming to that condition? Come on now. So the rapture, so the rapture will just go right on that way. It'll just be a regular routine of following your scriptures and the plans of God. Won't be no super duper faith. In the true Easter seal, Brother Ram said, you know what? He said, sometimes I hate to say this, but I mean it from my heart that I become perplexed when I hear so much about a super duper faith and a super duper religion. He said, everything today has got to be super duper. <laughs> you can tell this didn't come out of a seminary. And they don't bring out even, he said, oh, they bring out even divine healing today, super duper healings. Now, God doesn't have such things as that. They bring people many times to the platform, gifted men, no doubt, but 
with the misunderstanding of the gospel. Put oil upon them and pray and stand there and shake them till something happens. They get healed. Maybe that person's living in sin. They go back out and find it comes right back again. Maybe they were just under an excitement at that time. Which the faith of God that they accumulated did heal them. But when they get out amongst unbelievers, it comes back. Amen. That's why you got to watch on who you associate with. Amen. We got to find out that only, amen, the only way you keep your healing is keep your faith. Only way to keep your salvation is to keep your faith. I tell you, I really believe we're coming down to the wire. Well, there's no time to be guessing. Am I in or am I out? This is the hour of identification. Amen. And we've had a message that's been vindicated. We've had a prophet that's vindicated. But the vindication that we'll have is if this message lives in us. You can tell it's not a religion. It's a life. Hallelujah. In fact, in Christ is a mystery. He said, oh, he's talking about Christ living in us. He said, oh, there you are. There's the body of Christ standing redeemed, justified in his sight. Why are we justified? Because we are his victory. The church is his victory. We come forth in the last days with this glorious gospel showing his victory. He died for this purpose. And we are proof. We are proof of his victory. When you take this word, and this word has redeemed us, it's an absolute acceptance that we are called of God, we're justified of God, and we're going to be just uh, glorified. There is no in-between. It's not if you're going to make it, you are going to make it. And he said, when you see him coming down and living among the church, that's his victory. How many believes you're his victory? How many believes he's living in you? Notice the vindicated word in his body is the very victory in the reason of his death. But there's been a resurrection. Hallelujah. Oh my. Where, where would you be today if you didn't have the faith to believe that you're one of them? Where would you actually be? We'd be out in the world. We'd be, we'd be all tore up like the rest of the world. Where they're trying to depend upon politics and some man to pull them out. They're looking for another election so they, 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 this, this will come about. I got news for you. Judgment has been spoken on this country. 
I got news for you. Judgment has been spoken on this world. This country had an opportunity for a supernatural visitation in an even a greater way. But it came to a time where they turned it down. But thank God we were in this country. But yet we weren't part of the country. We were from another dimension. As I mentioned uh, the other night in the service, I know there's going to, I might be referring to Thursday night, but it's going to be their service tonight. Amen. Up there in Edmonton. But amen, you just find out that when you find out this is eagle food, you've heard from your theophany. Glory to God. So you definitely know. How many believe this is the message of the hour? Why don't we participate a little bit? Raise our hands. Absolutely. Amen. And you, how, how many has had a change in your spirit? Born again of the Holy Ghost. Filled with the power of God. You recognize people that you have an eternal home. I was quite happy when I heard that we don't have to learn how to play a harp. I, play, I tried playing the trumpet, let alone the harp. That would have been something, Mark, if the only way we could have made it is play the harp. But here comes a prophet and just tells us, aren't you happy for this? Just in a simple way. He said, we're not going to all be playing harps. Amen. I, I know when I I ministered Brother Norm Kirshner's funeral. He was, you know, I, I read the things, you know, he was always concerned about his family. Have you worked today? He was a hard worker. So I, I quoted that uh, at the memorial service, you know, because in the things that are to be, he said, you're going to live and you're going to work and you're going to enjoy. So if you say, I can't wait till I retire, maybe over there would be a different retirement. In other words, you won't get a social security check. You won't need it. <laughs> Hallelujah. But you're going to work. And amen, you're going to live. Uh, amen, you're going to enjoy. It's going to be a real place. It's not flying around on the cloud, but it's a reality. Say amen. Glory to God. Right now, we are the image. He took a picture of us before the foundation of the world. You know what? If you looked in the mirror this morning and didn't like what you looked, you might as well enjoy it because it's just an example of what the purity is going to be over there. None of us are going to be ugly over there. Hallelujah. You folks up there in the end time message tabernacle, you'll have to, you know, just have a little laugh once in a while. Really does you good. So you see this morning that we're living not in a myth, but in a reality. 
this is a pest house. No matter how many times you fix it up, it's still a pest house. It's not our eternal being. But I'm thankful this morning that we have all the messages to give us a faith to understand that it's just a breath away. I feel that the prophet of the end time lifted Christ up out of history. And amen. And here he comes and speaks and said he had, he, Christ, had more success in my ministry than he himself had in Israel. And here's a virgin born son of God, Jesus Christ. And here comes one that needs redemption. And he uses that body to perform more miracles, more signs, more wonders. Oh, I tell you what, we, we, we've got something, we've got to hold of an abstract title deed. That's what we have. We got more than the title, we got the abstract. Everything that Adam and Eve lost, we have gained back to redemption. I say to God be the glory. To God be the glory. Do you love him this morning? Let's turn to 1 Thessalonians. First Thessalonians 5. Praise be to God. First Thessalonians 5. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. Brother Ben said in the seals, when the resurrection takes place, it's not going out there in the cemetery and opening the graves. It's a mystery that's been given in this age. This is a body of sin, he said, anyway. So he's not going to resurrect this one. For when these shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are the children of light. What is light? It's the manifested word. You are the manifested word. And the children of the day, we are not of the night, nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us, say, say that, let us, who are of the day, be sober putting on the breastplate of faith and love and for a helmet the hope of salvation for God hath not appointed us to wrath Amen. 
but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Redemption. We're not of the world order. They're talking about world order. We're not part of the world order. We're part of the redeemed order. Is that right? We're not part of this world. We're just sojourning here. Being a witness. You know, that's what the baptism of the Holy Ghost is given for saints. Is to fulfill the rest of the ministry that Jesus left undone. Come on now. Amen. When we see that almighty God will come as a thief in the night. And that's exactly what he's done. The third pull is not a public show. It's a revealing of the word. And you've got to be a recipient. You've got to have something. You've got to have election inside of you to accept it. I'll try not to be too long this morning. I know up there in Canada they'll have another meeting. He said going beyond the camp. Can I read a few quotes there? He said, the, the last trump, when that begins to blow, we'll be caught up together to meet the Lord in the air. Think of it. Missing people. You can't see no more, but you're getting together with the rest of the group. They which are alive and remain to the coming of the Lord shall not prevent nor hinder those which are asleep. Christians do not die. They just take a little rest. And all at once you happen to stand and look. Well, there's a brother. See, he's talking about resurrection now. Before the rapture. And you know, because you're beginning to see the dead in Christ rise. How many believe that we're in this season? I don't know what years are. I don't know what. But I believe we're in this season. Because I'll tell you, everything that's been spoken by the word of God and by the messenger has to come to pass sooner or later. Whether none of us live to see it, he's still going to have the bride that's going to be raptured. He said, now, once you happen to stand, look, there's a brother, there's a sister. They begin to appear to you. And you know, it ain't going to be long in a few minutes. We'll be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. He said, now notice, and God's provided a place of worship. When this great moving power of God comes into a son of God, it quickens him. The spirit of life enters into him. And what does it do? It seats them in heavenly places. That's the believer's position. He said, now we're already resurrected. The dynamics and mechanics has gone to work to quicken to us. And we are quickened up into the presence of God where his spirit is. And now we're seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, been raised from the dead. We're a part of the plan of God. So we can find that the same thing shall just be exactly what's predicted for this day. Amen. 
She won't be a lady of Sia. She won't be a lady of Sia. Let me say that again. You won't be part of Lady of Sia. You're the bride called out. You'll not be lukewarm. You'll not be wretched. You'll not be miserable. You'll not be blind. But you'll have eyesight to see the revelation that is changing you from glory unto glory under glory. Let's not treat this like the denominations. You know, we go to church on Easter and Christmas and maybe a few holidays. Let's have this church living in us. Our whole life doesn't depend upon assembling in the building. But it's part of it. But amen, we are the body of Christ. You are the body of Christ. You are here to serve one another. You know what? Sometimes as a minister is up here, sometimes you can just see who's enjoying it and who isn't. And it don't take much in discernment. Because it's never become a reality to them. That's why I read, read that quote. When you get the Holy Ghost, then you can understand why that person is shouting over there. That's why you can understand they're having a good time in church. Because you've got the, you've got the Christ that's in you. That's worth worshiping. I tell you, when we get over young, you think this is worship time. You wait till we get over yonder. going to be a worship like there's never been a worship. When the last battle has been fought and your arms are stacked and the pillar of fire is leading you to the millennium. Woo! I think we ought to give the Lord a happy. Hallelujah! Praise be to God. This bride will have the mind of Christ. Missing people. All of a sudden, resurrection starts happening. And once that starts happening, listen, Noah did not close the door. Almighty God closed the door. That's why you're sitting here this morning. This is brand new to you. Before you judge it, before you judge it, pick up your Bible. Don't just pick up your Bible. Start praying. Because this is between life and death. This is not like missing a good opportunity on the job. This is not like missing a good opportunity in life. This is missing eternal life. 
And I'll tell you, the minute the Holy Spirit draws on you, it's time to let go and let him have his way. Don't resist it. Because it may be your day of visitation. Do you realize, amen, he's not going to keep on begging on you? You can sit there and fold your arms and say, preacher, you preach all you want at me. I'm not going to accept it. That's your judgment. He said, brother, that's awful strong. Well, then you better not hear the prophet. I believe in the indictment message. He said, the way the world, I'm not talking about you as saints of God, but I'm talking about the world condition. He's talking about the world condition. He's talking even about these, uh, these religious people out there. And he said, the filth they're living in and the ungodliness is among them. He said, I would wonder if I could find 12. Read it for yourself. One doesn't in this generation. Oh no, we're we're far beyond playing church. We're in serious business. I don't know. Maybe maybe you're like I say, you're visiting today. Maybe I'll never have a chance to minister to you again. But if I was you, I'd go out of this church today and say, I want that resurrection that Brother Ray is talking about. I want that new birth, and I'm not going to, listen, it don't have to happen in here. Something might be pricking your heart this morning. Pricking your heart, and tomorrow, a week from now, but there ain't something that'll strike. I tell you, how many believes you can send the working agent of the Holy Ghost out? You don't even have to, listen, you don't have to get hold of somebody. You don't even have to lay hands on them. God will lay his hand on these in there. He'll go out in the bar room and find somebody. He'll go out in a rock and roll concert and find somebody. Glory to God. Oh oh my. I know I had a lot of blemishes. You don't have to raise your hand if you had them, but that's the kind God has called. He said, I'm going to take that blemished one. He said, I'm going to take my nail-scarred hands. I'm going to work with them. I'm going to first of all redeem their soul. I'm going to bring a conversion to their life. I'm going to change them in the direction they were going to the direction they should go. Don't get disappointed if you got a few detours. He'll, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Oh my. I tell you what, our faith ought to be lifting up. How many say, Lord, I'm, I'm accepting this as a, as a promise of God that, I, that uh, the resurrection is already in state. It's already in motion. Come on, people. Something is going on. He's building another body on the inside of here. And Brother Benham explained like a little chick coming out of an egg. He said, if you help it, you might kill it. But just let that little chick 
inside that head keep pecking. And that's the same with this whole body and this whole mind. Come on now. We got to keep pecking. Remember, he's not changing it from the outward in. He's changing it from the inside out. Glory to God. And, and, and if that's a chick in that egg, it's always going to be a chick. But it ain't going to live in that environment always. It's going to have a resurrection. Glory to God. <laughs> I, believe, I believe we can feel the electrification of his promises. I know uh, I read this to you folks in the local church here, but it pertains a bit to uh, what I'm referring to. <clears throat> and I'll, I'll try and gear down here a bit. Let me read something first. I want to go to the ever-present water from the rock. But in the message proof of his resurrection, he's talking about people in the time of Jesus that didn't know a thing about the resurrection. They didn't, they didn't see it. But Mary Magdalene did. He said, so is it today, same thing today exactly, brother, sister. Oh, may God wake up, wake your innermost being. People doesn't understand that he is raised from the dead. He's not dead. He's alive. And in that day, he walked out under disguisement. <laughs> He appeared to them in the form of a man. Yeah. Remember on the road to Damascus? Or, or yes. was it Damascus? Yeah, no. Yeah, on the road to Damascus, he appeared to Paul, right? And then he also appeared to the, on the road to Emmaus, yes. right? And he kept himself. He said, now listen to this closely here. He said, he might appear to you in the form of your neighbor. So take a look at your neighbor. He might appear to you. Oh, this is good. Amen. He might appear to you in the form of your minister or your mother. Wow. You young people need that. Oh, glory. Is that right, Brother Mike? You know that your mother is a daughter of God. You know your father is a daughter of God, a man of God. Amen. You know as you look at one another, you're born of the Spirit of God. You are a proof. You are a proof of his resurrection. Amen. He said he might appear to you in people. Then he said you must treat everybody right. Amen. Be kindly, be neighborly, be loving. Christ is in that person. Amen. And as you go along and people appear to you, a kind person begins to speak. You listen to them. You don't know, it might be Jesus speaking to you. Amen. Brother Nathan, isn't that beautiful? Amen. Someday a brother or sister may talk to you, may speak to you. It may be Jesus. Yes. Come on now. We're not trying to be 
you know, we're not trying to be out of order or anything like that, but I'm saying, amen, he can speak right from you to somebody else. The word of the Lord that you have need of. We're not talking about Jesus up out here someplace. We're talking about Jesus in bride form. We must accept it, people. We've seen it in one another here. We've seen it in one another up in, at, at uh, Edmonton. Brother Harold Hildebrand is one of my heroes. He's come here and ministered many times. And I've gone there and ministered many times. We're not only brothers in Christ, we're friends. And there's nothing like old friends. What a wonderful wife he has and children. Brother Ed and Sister Sandy and their children. And what a man of God Brother Ed is. We talk together once in a while on the phone. And what a man of God. I, I tell you what. I see Jesus. I see Jesus in you. I hope you can see him in me. I see Jesus Christ living in you. Sometimes just a kind word. Just a kind word can help somebody along the way. Oh yeah, you'll get rebellious teenagers and you'd like to knock their block off. Come on. Come on. But just remember, that's not going to bring them to redemption. But when these children can see Jesus Christ in their parents, they're going to see and hunger for that. If there's a seed in them, they're going to hunger for that. I want that. Is that true? Don't let the, also on the other hand, don't let the devil come to your parents and say, I never did a good enough job. Oh, I've been through that. But I'll tell you, if you keep on dwelling on that, condemnation comes all over you. But I'll tell you what, we've done the best we could at the time we did it. And you say, well, if I had another chance, you might mess up again. Come on, people. But I'm going to tell you, Almighty God never messed up. You might have some of these wayward ones here. They're just like, they're out in an ocean someplace. I don't know, amen. And the waves are coming every direction. And, and, and you've got your, oh my. You've got your fishing pole out. And I'll tell you what, you're not going to stop until you hook them. He said, oh, when you get looking in that way, not the old tradition. That will fall away. I'm talking about looking at each other and seeing Jesus. Amen. It doesn't become a form of words or a declaration of so many words put together. It becomes a living reality that Christ is in us now. Amen. The Holy Spirit is moving back and forth through every human being, surging through the hearts, condemning the ruins in life. And as you confess it, he holds it before God and the blood cleanses it. Just remember, there's a message entitled, oh, been years since I read it. 
or hurted. But it's in a message entitled Mother's Day. He said, you'd be surprised. Who's going to be there? And the ones you thought were going to be there may not be there. And the ones you thought would never make it are going to be there. So our hope, our hope is only in Christ. Let me read this quote from the everlasting, the ever-present water from the rock in my head. Can you give me just a few minutes? See if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it quickly here. He said that same power. I'll go back to everlasting rock after this. This is from deity of Christ. That same power, that same Christ. Let the people deny the power of God and say it's wrong. But that same power that spoke the world in existence is in those people that got the Holy Ghost. Men and women, it's time we found out who we are. The devil's trying to hide you back and tell you you're some little cow down something. You're not. You're a son and daughter of God. The deity is not in heaven. It's in you. <laughs> Glory to God. You realize the scripture I read in Mark 16? Thousands and even around the world, if you count around the world, millions of churches read that scripture today. And all they could talk about is a historical resurrection. But by his grace, we can say that one that lived on the shores of Galilee. His spirit. Come on now. His spirit came back on us. That same power of Christ that hung on Calvary's cross, the same God that raised up raised him up on the day of resurrection is in you now, you that's got the Holy Ghost. Oh, don't you love him? Amen. Jesus one time said, I'm not going to read this whole quote, but Jesus one time said, destroy this body, destroy this temple, and in three days, I'll raise it up. Brother Benham said in the ever-present water from the rock, he said that same spirit that you got in you will raise yourself up at the day of the resurrection. Amen. Brother Patton, this is something we don't learn. It's something that lives. God bless you people. I say to you, enjoy your resurrection. There's no going back. There's no defeat. End time message, Tabernacle Saints. God bless you. We love you. And we look forward to meeting on that day. When we all gather together, there won't be any more heartache. There won't be more sickness. Brother Nathan, there won't be any back problems. 
But God in his infinite wisdom chose us to fulfill. How How many would say from your heart, I have a desire to fulfill all thy will and all righteousness. All thy will and all righteousness. God bless the visitors. God bless you for being with us today. I'd say, if you haven't given your heart to the Lord Jesus, now is the day. There's never been a day like this day. Will the musicians come, please? Can we take a time to worship? Praise God. Praise God. Amen. We love you in the Lord Jesus. Go ahead, Benjamin, lead him in worship, please. There's never been a day like this day to me. There's never been a day like this day I see. There's never been. 
just no before we go. Amen. Thank you, Brian.
Father, how we love you, Lord, with all our being. Lord, that you laid redemptive claims on us, oh God. Lord, we have been given the authority to possess the gate of the enemy. We got a badge of a believer, a badge of faith. So Lord, as we are about to leave this building, may revelation through this week strike our hearts. As the prophet of God said, it cannot be overemphasized. And that's the only thing that's going to hold us. The gates of hell are against us. They're against this truth. But Father, you placed yourself within us so the one that's in us is greater. Oh Lord, you've made things that we can't do that can be done. We say we can't do it. You can. Thank you for that bumper, that bleeding, bloody bumper. It's upon the face of the earth. Lord, what are these days, God? I don't know when it's going to be, but you're going to take your little Rebecca and you're going to take her home to Isaac. God, may we keep on watering the word by the Spirit of God. Bless the saints in Canada and here, whatever need is among them, as we give you praise in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, praise God. God bless you. You're dismissed in the name of the Lord. Amen. How many enjoyed that? Oh, isn't God good? The Spirit of God is here, I believe. Just beyond the veil, just beyond the veil. Just beyond the veil, I long to see your face, just to see your beauty there, just beyond the Oh.
Beyond the veil.